Hello, you guys. I hope you're having an amazing day. Right now, it's a Saturday and it's a rainy day in LA, which does not happen that often. And I really wanted to go on a hike, but it's raining and it's cold. And I was like, I'm just going to stay in and be cozy. I feel like because I don't have those days that often, I really appreciate them now. I feel like when I used to live in London, it was like every single day and it was really depressing. But now if it's like once in a while, I actually really enjoy them because I get to be cozy and I cleaned the house, tidied everything. I'm now wearing my husband's hoodies because why do your partner's hoodies always feel so much better than your own? Like my hoodies do not hoodie the way his hoodies hoodie. Does that make sense? Guys hoodies are just like so cozy and snuggly. Maybe I should just like get them in like XL whenever I get a hoodie just so they're extra comfy and big and like warm. Do not sleep on Abercrombie and Fitch. I know it used to be like a thing a while ago and now I feel like not that many people shop from there but I went in the other day and I got this sweatshirt and it is the comfiest sweatshirt I've ever owned and for the price I mean I think it was like 50 bucks but like the quality is insane. I feel like other stores would charge like you know 150 for like something like that. The prices are not too crazy but the quality is really really good and I feel like I've heard amazing things about their jeans too and I really want to try them. I just have such a hard time when it comes to jeans because I like jeans that like hug my body that's like super super stretchy and soft and I hate really stiff jeans like I always buy my jeans from like Zara I feel like or like Revolve and like they tend to be stiff like hard and I like my jeans really soft and stretchy so if you have any suggestions for me please like DM me because I'm desperate and I'm always looking for a new pair of jeans. I'm like that when it comes to jeans and notebooks. I feel like I will have like so many, but I find a new one and I'm like, I need the new pair of jeans or I need this new notebook. It's going to change my life and I'm going to write in this notebook every single day. And then I write in this notebook for a week and then I forget about it. That literally happens to me every single time I go to Target because they have the cutest notebooks. Again, what is it about notebooks? I like, I cannot resist a cute pink, like give me a print, give me a plain one. I just want all the notebooks in the world. I feel like that comes from when I was a kid and I was obsessed with stationery. Like I was obsessed. Like I would collect them, me and my best friend. We would collect like pens and notebooks and I would collect all of them and I wouldn't even use them because it was like a collection and it could never be used for no fucking reason. I, I regret not like actually enjoying all the nice things I got, but I was just like collecting them. But then thank God I have a younger sister that's 11 years younger than me and she got to use all the cool things I collected or else they would literally go to waste. I had an obsession. Me and my best friend, Emmy, we were obsessed with anything Hello Kitty. I think I've spoken about this before, but we were obsessed with Hello Kitty and I had the biggest Hello Kitty collection, but never really used any of the things I would buy because it was like super special to me and I didn't want anything to happen to them. But this is your reminder. If you buy something nice for yourself, use it. If you buy an expensive perfume and you're just like saving it for a nice occasion, then that occasion never comes and it expires and then you regret it. Use all the nice things you buy yourself. It's like such a thing in my life that I used to like use like the tiniest bit of like my cream because I didn't want it to run out and then I would just like end up not using it and that's like so silly. Use all the nice things you buy yourself. Every day is a gift. Every day is an occasion. You got up, you're healthy, you're alive, just like celebrated by using all the nice things you buy yourself and treat yourself. I was in the mood to do some shopping
shopping today. I don't know why. I was in the mood to just like do some damage and buy some things, but I didn't find much. I like be in the mood to shop. And then when it's time to like check out, I'm like, oh, you know what? I really don't need that. And then a day later, it's going to be sold out. And then I'm pissed because I'm like, oh my God, I would have totally bought that. But it's sold out. I'm so upset. Knowing damn well, I would have never bought that. It was just like me adding things to my basket, thinking I'm going to buy it. But I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to not spend on things that I wouldn't wear more than like 30 times because we end up with so much junk in our closet. It's insane. I feel like this year we should all start being extra picky with what we spend our money on, especially when it comes to clothes because I feel like we buy stuff because we have like this party and we want to wear this dress. But I do feel like this year we should focus on spending our money on things that we will wear again and again. Just like classic pieces that match with everything like classic knit sweaters, classic pants that we know that the fit really suits us. And it's not what's trendy and it's not what everyone is wearing. It's just what suits your body. And I feel like I'm in this process where I'm like starting to figure out what suits my body. My toxic trade is looking at the model and revolve and thinking that the jeans or the top or the sweater is going to suit me the way suits her. She's like, I don't even know. She's tall. I'm five foot three. I am not tall at all. And the clothes just look completely different on me the way they look on the model, especially if it's like a jumpsuit, like forget about it. Just because they have this like long torso and long legs, like jumpsuits look amazing on models on Revolve and stuff. But like I buy it and I'm like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But yeah, back to what I was saying, just like spending my money on stuff that I know is quality and I'm going to wear it a lot. And it's not just like super trendy. Today, I thought we would talk about something I feel like a lot of us can relate to and especially in the winter time. I feel like we all kind of experience this and it is how to get out of your flop era and like being in your flop era and steps to work on so you can get out of it. I'm going to talk about all my strategies and how I turn things around and how I bounce back. This is also like an episode that I'll remind myself the things that I already know. I recently watched this TikTok and it just like it hit home. It was something like a of course you're going to be tired. It is the middle of the winter. Of course you're going to want to go to bed early. Of course you won't have the same energy in the winter the way you have in the summer. And of course you won't want to wake up at five in the morning to go to that workout class. Our bodies are meant to be like more chill and like laying low in the winter. We're not meant to be pushing so hard and pushing ourselves to be something we're not. And the mistake we often make is like we compare ourselves the way we were in the summer and like how active we were and how tan and like this and that. But it is not accurate because it is winter and it is normal that our body body needs to lay low. Our body needs time off. Our body needs to relax and have those months of like hibernation where we like take it very easy and we're not hard on ourselves. And it's important that we're not hard on ourselves because that is what's going to cause a burnout and we do not want that at all. So I feel like the first step, if you feel like you're in your flop era, is like taking a look at yourself. And for me, it really helps if I'm like writing things down. So I'll take my journal and write everything down. And if I'm feeling like I'm in that flop era, if I'm feeling horrible about myself, I just like start asking my myself questions and writing and reflecting like where do I feel like I'm lacking in my life right now what do I think caused this like flop era quote unquote how can I bounce back from it what are the steps that I can take that I know are going to make me feel better what areas in my life I feel like have been affected of me not feeling my best and not doing my best is it my friendships that are suffering is it my career and goal progress is it my spiritual part of myself or physical inner outer 
just like trying to get deep into the root cause and like why I feel this way and and how I'm really feeling. I just feel like writing everything down is very personal and there's some things that we don't even think about. We don't tell our friends, we don't tell our partner or our parents. So I feel like especially if you're not in therapy, it's really nice and cathartic to just like write everything down and you will always feel better afterwards. And really understanding the root cause and understanding why you feel that way, that's really going to help you turn things around and make good decisions. And I feel like the moments that we're down is the moments that we learn the most about ourselves. Moments where we really grow spiritually, we learn who we are. Instead of this era being something that just like passes by, you actually learn from it. You come back a thousand times stronger, a thousand times better than you were before. And next time this happens, you know how to deal with it. Next time you feel this way, you know exactly the steps to take to feel better immediately. That's why the next step is equally important and it is setting small goals for yourself. Things that you want to do, things that you want to achieve and they don't need to be long-term goals. I like short-term, super easy goals. I know I quote this book literally every single time, but it is actually amazing. It's Atomic Habits and if you haven't read it, I really suggest it and it talks about how to set goals and how to build habits and it's all about starting really small and setting really, really small and realistic goals for yourself. Because if you're someone who's never been to the gym and you just like have a goal of like, I'm going to go to the gym every single day next week and you've never gone, it's obviously not the best goal because there's a big chance that you're not going to do that. If you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to go to the gym once a week or like twice a week, you're most likely going to hit those goals because they're easy, they're attainable, you're starting small. I feel like it's the same with meditation if you're someone that like never meditates. If you set a goal of meditating every single day for like 20 minutes, you're most likely not going to follow through and then you're going to feel like a failure, which you're not. But if you tell yourself, I'm going to meditate once a week for five minutes see how it goes then the next week maybe i'll do twice a week starting slow is the way to go because once you follow through and you keep your word you feel so much better about yourself and you don't feel like a failure because you didn't go to the gym every single day which is not realistic but if you went a couple times then you're like i did that like i told myself i was going to do it and i did it and getting out of your flop era requires getting up and doing the damn thing i was just texting my husband before i like got up and tidied the house and stuff i was like i really have no motivation he was like you got this like the secret to getting ahead is getting started and i've always always told him that and it's like one of my favorite quotes because I know taking action completing the tasks I told myself I was going to do is always going to make me feel better even if it means I have this discomfort of like getting up and doing something I really don't want to do I just know it's going to make me feel better and of course it needs to be a balance this can definitely be taken to an extreme which I think is very unhealthy I'm all about giving myself a lot of love and being gentle with myself and I do believe getting out of that funk requires working on your inner self your emotional health your well-being that is the most important you could be in the best shape of your life you could have everything you've ever wanted like that car and the house and the spouse and the kids but if you're not happy if your soul if your heart is not happy then you'll never be able to enjoy those things and it's such a shame so i feel like prioritizing your mental health is so important i was talking about this with my best friend the other day how important it is and especially during the winter when we usually tend to not feel our best self. One of my things that I really want to start doing is reading every single day. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, I get so lazy when it comes to reading. I tell myself I'm going to start reading and I'm going to be this new person that just like reads and then I read for like a few days and then I get over it. But it's one of those things I really want to work on and I want to read like 10 pages every single day, which doesn't take a lot of time. Maybe I should really start with five and like build up to 10, especially reading self-help 
books always makes me feel a lot better. If you're looking to start a new self-help book that I know is gonna make you feel a lot better, start A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. I love that book. Every single time I read it, I learn something new that I hadn't noticed before. Another thing that has really helped with my inner glow up is multitasking, meaning when I'm driving, when I'm cleaning, when I'm doing my self-care routine, I like to listen to podcasts that make me feel good. So if you have to wake up really early in the morning and get ready for work and you're usually grumpy because you're tired and you're really not feeling like yourself, start playing in the background while you're getting ready, brushing your teeth, making yourself your coffee, like really feel good podcast or like a really feel good playlist, a playlist that always makes you jump and dance. Whatever it is that puts you in this like amazing, happy mood. Actually, it doesn't even need to be happy. Like I know my sister's obsessed with like podcasts about like murders and stuff like that. And she loves that. She's all about it. I get way too scared, but she loves it. But anything that puts you in a good mood for my sister, it's podcasts like that. I remember when I used to work for this art gallery and I hated it and I was treated horribly and I would cry every single day towards the end because I would have a lot of like graphic design work to do. I would just like sit at my desk and work. There was no communication back and forth. That allowed me to like wear my headphones and listen to podcasts. And I swear it made my days so much more enjoyable. I was listening to all my feel-good podcasts, literally laughing to myself while doing the work. So instead of me thinking to myself how much I hated, you know, everything that was happening at that moment, I had headphones on and it just made everything better. Also, having strong morning and night routines, especially during this time of your life where you're not feeling like yourself, I can't tell you how crucial that is. And it all starts from your night routine from the night before. And my thing is like getting in bed as early as possible because I do like to scroll on TikTok for like two hours. That's like my toxic trait. And you know who I get it from? I get it from my mom because my mom literally loves TikTok. She's addicted to TikTok. She scrolls for hours and hours. She's up till 1.30 scrolling on TikTok. So I try to get in bed as early as possible because I know if I sleep early, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to be in a better mood. And some of the things I like to do is I like to do my full skincare routine at night. I feel like in the morning, I'm always stressing and rushing. I do my little lead mask. I do my gua sha, the whole shabam. And I like to put my hair in a loose braid. I find that it doesn't pull or tug while I sleep. And then I love a silk pillowcase. I feel like it's the best, especially for your skin. They say it's good for wrinkles and it's good for your hair and all that stuff. It's a great gift to give to someone like if you're looking for a good gift get them a silk pillowcase because i know they can be pricey but like you have it for literally life that was my mother-in-law's housewarming gift she got us silk pillowcases and i love them i like to get in bed this is the time where i'm also going to moisturize my entire body because i feel like in the morning i hate feeling sticky when i put on my clothes so i like to do it at night before i go to bed i spray my pillow mist i know it doesn't do anything but it just like adds to the vibe you know if you get headaches switch to blue light glasses before you go to bed it does make a difference. I know some people say they don't work, but if you believe in placebo, maybe they're going to work for you. If you have trouble falling asleep, try the Lemmy Sleep gummies. My husband's addicted to Lemmy Sleep. I try to not overdo it because I know that once like your body gets used to it, then they like stop working or something. So I save them for like special occasions like an airplane, but try them out if you have difficulty sleeping. I also love a good gummy. Like once in a while, I'll take a gummy and I'll sleep like a baby. And then in the morning, have a set time that you wake up every single day. I feel like your body will think you especially in the winter time if you have a set time that you wake up every single day it's like the best thing for your body same time that you go to bed same time that you wake up and i find that being really productive in the morning that sets you up for success for the whole day that's why they say when it rains it pours because like something bad will happen to you and then bad things will keep happening but like if you start your day feeling golden then there's better chance that your day is going to be great and for me it's like drinking some lemon water with calctic salt my mom hooked me on this she sent me like a thousand tiktoks about it drinking my coffee journaling which brings me to 
to affirmations, the things that you tell yourself, you have to have strong self-beliefs. You need to know who you are. So when someone calls your name, when someone tries to bring you down, that is not even going to affect you because you know who you are. You know the type of person you are because you have strong self-beliefs. I find that writing down my affirmations every single morning have absolutely helped helped my self-esteem, helped my confidence, and they can be as delusional as you want them to be. You just have to feel them in your heart, and it can be things that you want to work on, like writing every single day, I love myself, I'm love, I'm light, I'm resilient, I attract abundance, and good things happen to me. Affirmations are so essential in shaping who you are and changing who you are. If you want to be someone else, you have to start writing it down. Very powerful writing stuff down. Another very important part is gratitude. I know it can be annoying hearing everyone like, be grateful, be grateful when you feel like you have nothing to be grateful for but if you force yourself to start writing things you're thankful for every single day and every single day you need to write different things new things you're gonna see how many things in the world that you have to be grateful for endless and when you start to be more grateful about the small things and as your day goes by you're kind of like more mindful and you tell yourself i'm so thankful for this i'm so thankful for that i'm grateful for you know this coffee that i can buy myself i feel like it helps your mindset almost shift you go from thinking about all the negative things to like shifting to all the good things and if sitting down and writing affirmations every single day is not really your thing take some post-it notes and write down affirmations powerful affirmations that make you feel better instantly write them down different affirmations write like five different affirmations and stick them to the places that you go to the most in your house like stick them on your mirror when you're brushing your teeth you're reading it again and again stick one on your coffee machine that you press every single day so you read it every single morning next to your bed in your closet anywhere that it is just like reminders i also love the app i am and it's an app that has all these affirmations and you select what times you want those affirmations on your phone the same way a message would pop up you get those affirmations and they instantly make me feel a lot better especially as someone who's on their phone 24 7 and if you are on your phone 24 7 i think i suggest you do is take a social media detox day if you find yourself comparing your life to others online and it just like makes you feel horrible about yourself and you're not where you want to be take a social media day off delete the apps from your phone or just like do not touch them and just do things you really enjoy that day read and paint and go on walks i promise you you're gonna feel better afterwards and maybe you're gonna like it so much that you're gonna start implementing it in your weekly routine and like once a week you just take a social media day off of course there's things you can do with like your physical self to feel better to get out of the flaw barra for me it's definitely fake tanning and please do not judge me just like hear me out i always feel better when I have a tan on and I feel like clothes look better. It just like makes me feel happy and it's a pain in the ass. Your sheets get dirty and your partner will probably hate touching you because you feel sticky when you do it. But if you're looking for like a winter pick-me-up, try to fake tan. Another thing that has helped is trying to get my steps in. And this is hard, especially in the winter. That's why I love my treadmill at home. But getting your steps in, especially if you can like get some sunlight and like go on a walk, it's going to make you feel so much better. And it was one of the things my therapist told me when I was like not feeling great. Like it was a couple years ago. She was like, I want you to be doing 20,000 steps a day. I mean, it's a little bit too much, but like it definitely helps like going on walks and being in nature and walking a lot you just feel a lot better afterwards it's good exercise it's actually my favorite type of exercise you will not catch me running i'm a walk hike girl add walking to your daily routine even if it's for like 20 30 minutes a day walk outside for 20 30 minutes trust me you will feel better it's one of those things that works all the time 
Also, another thing I need to do that I'm definitely not doing at the moment is drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated. People overhype the Stanleys and I know they're very expensive for no reason. Buy a water cup. I love Simple Modern. Buy any water cup that like helps you drink more water and then you can kind of track it as well. I feel like when you're using glasses and stuff, it's hard to track, but try to drink a lot of water every single day. It helps with everything and you want to be hydrated. I used to be so good when it came to drinking water. I don't know what happened. I need to get back on it. I feel like water also energizes you a lot, which is essential in the winter. You want that extra boost of energy. Also teas. I love a green tea and the benefits are endless with green tea. It's like the best detox, wakes you up, hydrates you. And I know most of our lives are very busy. We're always go, go, go. We have responsibilities. We have our jobs. We have bills to be paid. Make sure you're taking some time in your week to do something for yourself, just for yourself. Whether it's painting, whether it's running, doing a face mask and watching Housewives for like two hours, reading your favorite book, going on a walk, do something for you, just for you to feel better. And do not feel guilty about it. You are not being selfish. This is essential to give yourself the love that you deserve, to give yourself the attention that you deserve just to do something for yourself and if you can't think of anything think about the things that you used to do that would make your younger self happy like when you were a kid what were your favorite activities and do something that your younger self loved to do at the end of the day if you're going through it i just want you to know that every single person has gone through what you're going through you are not alone i want you to be kind to yourself and i want you to be patient with yourself a setback means a bigger comeback i hope you're having the best Best day whenever, wherever you're listening to this. And I can't wait to speak to you again next week. I love you.